0: And when they're distributed, you can start making money from your podcast right away. No minimum listenership. Start getting that Anchor money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm right now to get started. Now, the Schooner Pod. Hello and welcome back to the Schooner Pod. I am your host, Bobby Howard. With me today... We got the full lineup for the first time. Let me introduce to you my co-host. That's right, two. Ty Lee and Jameson Maxwell.
1: Boys, welcome on. It's a brand new day for the Schooner Pod. New era. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, we all three have not been on ever. So it's kind of neat.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be a good one. So with uh, OE Softball losing, it's officially, officially uh, college sports off season for OU, nothing else happening. Next thing is, next thing that really matters is OU football. So I figured, yeah, you know what, let's just, let's talk, let's talk some football, you know, talk about what's going on. Uh, but first, before we do that, how brutal was that
2: softball loss to UCLA? Absolutely brutal part of it was because it forced me to watch game three of the NBA finals on Wednesday. I was kind (laughs) of not balling on like softball taking that spot because I hadn't watched the first two games. Softball had taken precedent, plus a nap in game two, not going (laughs) to lie. the Nap. And, and, uh, uh, it's. I mean, softball is just so fun to watch. I mean, there's so many reasons why people say, like, baseball, you can't watch it anymore. In college softball, everyone hops on the bandwagon during the regular season. And this is a team you guys need to hop on in the regular Season two, it's fun to go to the games. I'm pretty sure it's free to students if you're still a student there, and if you just follow OU softball on Twitter, they're constantly updating you on what the games are. So you can't be that fair weather fan. They're like, oh, you only pay attention whenever the women college world series comes around.
1: I I concur with a with Jamison here. It's just it was so so unfortunate the way that this season ended up with the the trajectory that we were at. Um but we set some some really neat records and we had a really neat run but uh yeah I can't stress enough how how much you guys should go and support in person the softball team it's just a tremendous atmosphere
0: for sure I uh I went to my first women's college world series game with Jameson the other day very great time I loved it uh everything was great about it except losing so honestly you know it's 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 a bummer to see him lose and it's one of those where it's it just reminds you that sometimes being an OU fan, like you always get right to the end and it gets snatched, even in softball, where I kind of thought we had it. But
2: well, at least we won like back to back national championships not too long ago. Like this senior class had two national championships. So I mean, like, got to be appreciative of that. I got to see that second one, that was really cool. The Shay Knight and Devil happened right in front of me.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I this was this was really, uh, you can't complain. And uh, we're not knocked out, you know, next year they're going to be just as competitive. Hopefully I, I thought that this year was a little rough because at least the past couple years, when we look at OU football, I've kind of felt that we're a little underdog and it was almost improbable that we made it to the playoffs. And, you know, we had just kind of junkyard dogged our way there with Baker and then, uh, very much the same way with with Kyler, and it it felt like we had you know almost swindled our way in. I don't want to use swindle as kind of a negative word, but this uh, this softball team it felt like coming in we were the dominant. It was almost a a certainty that we were going to win. So it was pretty rough to get knocked out. But
2: yeah, yeah. we're the Alabama of softball. That's true. Yeah, I, it, it is I, true. Yeah.
1: I, I
0: honestly kind of wonder if there's some some redneck out there who's been calling Jim Traber, calling for Patty Gasso's head here.
2: There has to be at least one out there, right? alright I mean Traber's hasn't been on the radio for like a month, like a month now, ever <laughs> yes. since that seizure stress slash stroke. So there have many yard birds recently, but I mean that's definitely a gooner type of thing. Uh you'll get a little note on a Gooner here later in the pod. Oh, that'll be great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <No. laughs> that will be that'll be good. Okay. I'm so... just glad
1: that I sorry to interject. Oh I no, you're wanna, going for it. I just wanna throw this in there that for the uh for the past I don't know, a couple of years we've been roasting gooners either in writing or in audio. And uh, it just I just kinda realized just now when Jameson was talking that technically that whole time I've been a gooner just dropping terrible takes mm-hmm. with no actual mm-hmm. affiliation to the school. So it feels good to be a student again, so that I can sit atop my high horse.
2: There's a hierarchy of Gooners, tie. I don't want to put yourself down too much on this. You're not on Twitter getting into these like players like mentions and calling Buki trash to them on Twitter like mid season.
1: Actually, I think a year ago I did.
2: Oh, you put his, you put his handle.
1: I think so, and that was oh. on my, my junk Twitter, because oh. on my primary Twitter, I'm pretty sure I'm blocked by almost the entirety of OU football players from 2014
2: and 15. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, good golly. <laughs> hey, man.
0: That that was anonymous sooner. We don't know who that is still to this day. Who knows?
1: Terrible. He and Thunderman are somewhere. They're, they're somewhere they're, out there.
0: They're somewhere co- cooking, up, cooking up some schemes and whatnot. Anyways, let's dive into the pod. So we got a couple off-season shenanigans to talk about. We'll, of course, have Cruden Corner later. Very big day in recruiting. Jameson will tell you all about that. And then we've got a mailbag. So um, let's just start out with some shenanigans, some weird stuff that happened around the offseason. Uh, first things first, North Texas has uh, started their official Heisman campaign for quarterback Mason Fine. Um, does he even get odds in Vegas
1: for the, for the Heisman? I mean, I mean, no, but I don't hate it because it's one of those things. And I I don't want this to sound negative towards North Texas, but like they they know they have to know that they're at least like 75 percent joking. He's going to put up great stats, but they have to know that they're not serious. This is not the same as, you know, Texas claiming that Sam Ellinger is going to win where they are genuinely convinced that this guy is going to win a Heisman. 'Cause that's just ridiculous. But this I think it's a little lighthearted, a little fun, uh so I don't hate it. Yeah, it, sounds- it definitely
0: Go ahead, Jameson.
2: I mean, it's just the Heisman's media controlled. It's, it's not by merit or anything, and a North Texas person is never going to win it. If he had a grad transfer like everyone thought he was going to, yeah, I mean, he had a great year a lot in the past two years, and North Texas has been really seemingly very good. Where That's the team that is always in your junk email trying to get you to come to college there, and you always thought that they were a joke, and then they actually been good in football. So, I mean, I'll give it up to Mason Fine. He's got the credentials where he could be a dark horse. Yes, he could have a 6,000 odds, you know, like, who knows? But, like, there's no chance over 50% of the media are going to vote Mason Fine as the Heisman Trophy winner. There's just no shot about it. And whenever there's so many different players in college football that are going to be in Power 5 conferences that are also going to have good seasons.
0: Yeah, North Texas is just too small.
1: There's so much hype for so many bigger players.
0: Yeah, I, I I like the move just to get you know. Hey, you got a little media attention. You know, maybe someone will tune in because of it. But you know, yeah, it's 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 not that it's not bad. I, I'll I'll take it. So
1: you, know, on you to- know what, I I do want to get this out here before I I promise I'm going to stop stepping on people's toes. Oh no, you're I want to get this out here before anyone else does in uh in anything and before the season starts. Now, I'm going to butcher the name. I think it's eric King at Houston, dude has had tremendous stats and now he's got Dana Holgerson and his offense coming in I would watch him for a potential dark horse
2: I just remember him watching him in the bowl game last year if he played in the bowl game versus army right
1: I think so I think that's right
2: yeah oh man I I made a really cold take about Houston beating army and I remember watching I think his name was king um and it was just rough I mean, if you really believe that high in Dana Holgerson, go for it. <laughs> go for it, I, I, I I Ty. I, I believe in,
1: in Dana with Houston's schedule and competition. And I, it's way dark horse. I don't believe that. I'm sure we can get into a pod where we throw out Heisman predictions.
0: For sure. And, but. you know, you know in, in, in any other year, I'd be like, you know, Dana with an AAC schedule, whatever, that's fine. But he has to play OU and Washington State this year. Which is
1: that? I didn't problem. know about
2: Washington State. If if they beat both, I mean, yeah, they would definitely be a name, and it's it's different being in uh, Houston's shoes than North Texas. So I mean, if if they pull off kind of that crazy, do you remember like a while, like maybe like ten years ago, Miami like put the hardest schedule like right at the front and played like all top twenty five opponents like in the first five games, and they were winning like the first three. People were talking, giving them a lot of hype whenever they weren't that good of a team. I mean if Houston mm. does that and rolls off and just beats the everyone and their opponents, yeah, they'll they'll definitely get a um plenty to talk about. North Texas doesn't play Oklahoma and Washington State though.
0: Exactly. Exactly. All right, moving That's on. True. Moving on to something that uh probably everyone's seen. Just a quick thing, if we're if we're cutting over each other, this is the first time we've ever potted together. It's, it takes a while to get 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 some momentum, so you you're, you're, you're going to be good. We'll we'll get better <laughs> with it. Um probably everyone's seen this one. Texas Football posted a just kind of dumbfounding graphic uh, announcing that the team had acquired a two eight six GPA uh, this season, which honestly that's respectable for student athletes, but it's a T, but they also wanted to note that it was a, uh, a program high historically, which is just, that's, that's kind of baffling, honestly.
2: Mm, keep that in house, dude.
1: So that's, that's surprising to me that that's their program high.
0: I mean, it's like, it's like with resumes, you know, when you're, when you're, when you have it, if you're below a three point, just kind of leave it off the resume and, you know, maybe someone will ask you about it later. Just, just don't go advertising it on Twitter. Like you're some sort of, like you're Stanford. That's just a little, that's a little, that's
1: a little tough there. Texas is not a bad school, but we're talking about the amount of help that these players get with their their school it's just surprising to me that that is their program high yeah
0: it that's that's probably the worst part of oh
1: program high is probably like a solid point lower than that though. You know, so don't uh, it's
2: not it's not that texas is stupid it's there's actually yes it is they're stupid because they're stupid enough to make that a graphic you just don't yeah. say that.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's not something to brag about. It's a little ridiculous. You know, Texas has been kind of taking some L's recently. I mean, just you with know, the whole the whole Brew McCoy disaster, I believe there's some more stuff about Tom Herman and his love of uh love of a good strip club. Allegedly. For Allegedly. legal
1: reasons. Allegedly. For legal
0: reasons we have to mention that. That that's true. It is alleged. <laughs> um and then I don't know, I, I just Their fans on Twitter, I think, have reached an all-time low. I'm I'm pretty sure I saw one of them talking to an Alabama fan and uh, basically saying, yeah, well, your season ended, so you had a trash season. It was way worse than Texas. We won the Sugar Bowl, which is just bafflingly stupid.
2: Just let them have their little victories. I mean, if that that makes them happy, so be it. I mean, they can have a different standard. We'll put them back in their place whenever we play them down at 11 a.m., (laughs)
1: True, true. <laughs> as is
2: so, tradition as is tradition now speaking of the other texas school doing a little bit
0: embarrassing things a and put their uh lsu regular season game the i mean insane multiple overtime game they put that on their bowl rings which for one bowl rings are a little silly when you're in uh what, what were they in like the belk bowl or something
2: probably
1: so, so that's kind of did did the school make the decision to do rings, or did the Belk Bowl? Because that—that's oh. what determines it for me.
2: I have no—I have no idea. I bet you it was them totally. I—they I, were oh, really probably happy. this They're is a Yeah, I mean that—that that was a cool game. Got to give it to them. And remembering that game is cool. Putting that on a ring is not cool. I mean,
1: that's like, something that's you put in, on a graphic.
2: Yeah, there's a time and place for everything. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's just it's a little much. It's very very a ish, but you know, hey, what are you gonna do? So
1: hey, at least they're not a they're not erasing losses on their rings, are they? That's a good point. Well,
0: OSU, like OSU is.
2: Ugh. Oh, oh,
0: yeah. Ugh. Oh, well, that's that's rough. Uh, last <laughs> bit of news: uh, the SEC schools have lifted their league-wide alcohol ban. Uh, there are only four schools who look like they're not going to have you know uh, stadium-wide alcohol. Um, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Alabama, and Georgia. Now, Ole Miss actually can do it because uh, in the state of Mississippi, you can't actually sell alcohol, you know, on college campuses. But Ole Miss has a weird clause where their actually their uh, stadium, Bot Hemingway Stadium, is for some reason classified as a resort. Oh, I actually didn't know that. Very weird. Yeah, I just stumbled. Cross it on Reddit, so just just a very weird little thing. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it seems weird to me that S- the SEC hasn't hasn't been the ones pioneering the alcohol use. I mean, well,
2: come on, think about the Bible Belt and where it is. I mean, we are at the top, and we just got it. <laughs> now it's trickling down the belt, and now it's going into the SEC. But I mean, the deep down South, they ain't letting go. I mean, alcohol trickle is down the same. alcoholism. <laughs> <There we laughs> yeah. Are. Yeah, that works. I mean, you, works. but
1: you go to Louisiana and Walmarts can sell straight up liquor. Like you go to Walmart, Louisiana, and there's a solid three aisles that are just liquor.
2: And you can have open um, container in your car and you can buy Mississippi, a In Mississippi,
1: Daquiri.
2: you can legally
1: drink while driving. The only state. So other states, you can have like an open container, like you just said. But in Mississippi... You can get pulled over with a beer or a glass of wine or shot in your hand, taken in front of the police <laughs> officer, and as long as you pass the field sobriety test, you're a OK. So
0: <laughs> that I mean that, that just is... seems a lo- that seems a little confusing.
2: Well,
1: yes, yeah, I mean I guess it ki- I mean do.
2: it kind of makes sense. I guess I mean I can see where they're coming from as long as you're not over the limit. I mean. I mean it's really point.
1: no different than an open container well, open container laws are weird. Yeah. At yeah. the same time.
0: Yeah. They they are they are pretty weird. So that's don't all drink and sh- drive. Just you yeah, no, know, do not drink and drive. We do not we are not a drinking and driving podcast. We are <laughs> staunchly against it. We we'd like to go on the record as the first <laughs> podcast to be against drinking and driving. No, the podcast it, world it, is very divided <laughs> on this topic. It is a hot-button issue, and we firmly stand against drinking and driving. Props to us. Um, All right, so next we're just going to jump into the recruiting quarter. Jameson, what do you got for us?
2: Okay, so today was a big day in recruiting. We got a couple commits. We thought we were going to have three today. I think Lincoln really kind of uh, planned this out to be a big day. Um, first, we got Brian Darby, who we offered a couple of days ago at our Houston satellite camp. He's a wide receiver, low and three star. I guess we like we saw we saw something we liked the camp we offered him, and he said, "Screw it, I gotta get this accept now." So um, I still think we're getting more wide receivers. Don't get too hung up that our whole wide receiver class is trash. Um, so th- this, uh, and then next is uh, Seth McGowan. He's a running back, so that now puts our class at two running backs. For everyone who thought that you were going to have Kendall Milton, um, one of the best running backs, big old five-star, um, that's looking very slim now because I don't think we're going to take two power backs. He's out of Mesquite, Texas. McGowan is. He's really good. And that's where I'll just go over the eyes real quick for people who are wondering. We've gotten five eyes and then one, oh, wow, with the the emoji with the hands over the face thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll start with the, oh, wow, thing. I... I'm not going to say that was a commit, but I've seen Gooners on Twitter screenshotting (laughs) certain uh, paid-for recruiting sites that said that it was a commit and that it was a very big commit, and those said Gooners have therefore been banned from those sites, so um, according (laughs) to Gooner sources on Twitter, it is a big offensive commit, so that, if I had to guess, it is... I think it's Jalen McMillan, a wide receiver out of California, one of the best in the nation. If you want to go guys, go look him up. So first set of eyes, we have five that are out. Well, we had five that are outstanding before today. First set of eyes there on March 28th. Um, those were the big ones, you know, like he said, big one. Everyone freaked out. Kendall Milton crystal balls came in. Um, I think it was for Kendall Milton. And I think he just backed off of it. He didn't even put us in his top group. Uh He's My guess is he's heading to Georgia or Alabama or some SEC school. Um, I think he was just blowing smoke up us. Uh, Second set of eyes, um, they were on spring game weekend. That was the only ones we got that spring game. And um, they were for Major Burns, the guy who just committed to LSU today. So that was a big fluke. We didn't get a single commit from the spring game. So that really sucks. He's a safety out of Baton Rouge. He's really, really good. One of the top ten safeties in the nation. Um, third set of eyes, um, we got two set of eyes on tr- May 23rd. Um, one of them was McGowan, the running back we just got, and the other one I think is an offensive lineman uh, named Jonah Monheim. I think I'm saying that right. Um, uh, he's just some cor- um, three-star lineman from California. But this, a lot of linemen are, are committing right now, so everyone's going crazy. And there's a fifth set on May 25th who I think is Andrew Rame from Broken Arrow one of the best offensive linemen in the country. Um, So our offensive line class is almost full, and that is a very good thing for Coach Biedenbaugh. For
1: sure. Yeah, that's awesome.
2: Yep, good stuff. It's it's good to hear
1: OU landing relatively high-profile commits from within the state as
2: well. There is this huge um, anti-OU stigma going in the Tulsa area right now, and that's where Broken (sighs) Arrow is. And it's because we're not offering these like really like highly rec- like ranked recruiting things. But it's the whole like how does Lincoln rank them versus how do these sites work? You know, like as soon as Texas got like Brew McCoy and the ending of it, they bumped all of their players and bumped all of our players down. Yeah. And all they hopped us in the ranking. So like how much of it is politics and how much of it is money driven and to make them look better by saying they have a better recruiting class than us. So it's it's I trust Lincoln's recruiting rankings so whoever he offers i know that they're going to be good in our system well yeah it's
1: it's hard to judge everyone on a a national metric as well like obviously every different system is going to value different things because everybody plays as a part into the whole so it's it is a little bit rough to compare
0: yeah and you'll see guys get um get get offers like like brian darby who got who just signed today who I mean, he's a three-star athlete out of out of you know College Station. You don't really know much about him, but Lincoln saw something in him, so I'm I'm just going to go with it. Uh, sound like kind of an H back situation. I he, Lincoln just always has a plan for this sort of thing, so I, I'm just going to trust him on it with mm-hmm. some of these weirder ones.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, it's just the whole like there's like guys up in Tulsa that have gotten offers from like Alabama, Georgia, every single top school, you know. And like one of them being like a defensive guy, like one of the best friends of Andrew Rame, who's like a a former OU decommit, who I think is one of the eyes. And he said they wanted to play together. We didn't even offer him, and he's going off to Oregon now. I mean, like you, be, you why why would you do that? It's it's a huge question mark. Of yeah, you gotta you gotta keep all the like in state ties, like them wanting to come to OU. Like if you grow up in Oklahoma, your dream is to go to Oklahoma. And it's like an understood, if you're good in this state, you come to play football here. But we're really kind of going like, I don't care about Oklahoma. I'm just going to go get the best players I can. So you got to like both ends of that. Exactly.
1: OU yeah. is a
0: national
2: brand. I yeah, mean like it's, it's rough. South Carolina with Clemson, um, you kind of see a little bit better than OU. But with Alabama, Alabama just goes wherever they want to go. Yeah.
1: They've been established for longer,
2: though. Uh-huh. Our recruiting I mean, game is definitely picking up.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's I mean, it's, it's going pretty well. I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it. So I've, that was... More... Uh, all right, so let's dive into this mailbag here. Um, <laughs> so first things first, uh, not going to lie, there's some, some vulgar vulgar uh, questions I'll ask. So we're just going to ignore those. So just don't do that. <laughs> um, all right, so we're just going to start unless this off you,
1: unless you subscribe to the Golden Wheel and then, uh, and then we'll answer. oh uh, yes, yes.
0: The Golden Wheel Premium uh, Podcast, which we will answer all of your dirty questions. I yes. guess I don't
1: help. Uh, help put Jameson through medical school and keep Bobby alive. Yes, yeah, support the pod, please,
0: everybody. Support that pod. Join the Golden Wheel, Wheel Club, mm-hmm. which I will promise to form one day. Anyways. Diving into the mailbag. Just starting out. Um, we're actually getting back to softball here with this first question. Uh, will OU softball redeem themselves next season?
2: I, I don't think so. I, it's, I mean, I, we're going to still be a good team, but we like our senior class, that was really, really good. Like yeah. Fall A of Kaylee Clifton, like the defensive player of the year in big 12 like first-team All-American, Shea Knighton, like Sooner Magic Shay Knighton, uh, Sid Romero, like Derek Jeter of this team, like she's gone. Like m- possible na- – she was top three national player of the year. Um, it's it's going to be really tough hitting-wise. I feel like our pitching should be okay as long as we keep it down in the strike zone. Um, but we're going to have a big um, move over with like a bunch of people. We're going to hope Nicole Mendez really steps up in her senior year becomes a leader and Jocelyn Allo takes even a bigger step as well.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's really kinda gonna be a bit of a rebuilding year. We're like yeah. you said, this senior class is legendary. So I I mean a rebuilding year for OU probably is just like making the College World Series and losing. But here's I mean
1: what I think about this is to say are we going to redeem ourselves, the only higher point we could like we set records, we You know, he made it to the only thing we can go higher is is to win it all. And I think the answer to that is no, we're not going to win it all next year. But uh, I don't really like this question because it kind of implies that we did something wrong. or You can really fault the team this year, which I don't really think you can. I think everyone was disappointed. But I think in the grand scheme of things, they they did really well. They were an excellent team.
0: Yeah. Definitely, I mean, definitely it was a legendary regular season. They just kinda of ran into a buzzsaw at the end with UCLA, who was I mean, just playing out of their minds. It I, I would say it is a it is a disappointment if you if you do that well and don't get a championship, but it, it's not I, I don't I don't think that all things that considered, true. this was bad. Like it it was it was a good season, plenty to be proud of. It's not like a disaster or anything to hang your head on, but all right, moving on to the next question. Uh, this is actually the only one with a name. I messed up on the for- Google form and left off all of the names. Uh, so thank you, for, thank you for asking that question. Whoever answered the softball one. Um, this is from Taz. What are the chances of Jalen Hurts repeating the number one pick in a Heisman uh, sort of ordeal?
1: Mm,
2: I I think the sense. Baker had a year to learn Lincoln system. Kyler had a year to learn um, Lincoln system, and then Jalen didn't have a year. That kind of makes me where I'm not as confident to say that. I feel like if Jalen came last year and then did exactly what the other two did, oh yeah, yes, I'm extremely confident in Lincoln. But I don't. I just don't know how much time Lincoln has given Jalen to become that person because we've shown. Yes, Baker is an amazing football player. Kyler's an amazing football player, but Lincoln. Is the X factor that puts them into Heisman? You know,
0: it, yeah. it, like Lincoln
2: yeah. is the guy.
0: I definitely agree with that.
1: I I agree. I think that. So it was the question asking, is he going to win the Heisman, or is he going to go first overall, or both?
0: I think it's I think it's asking both, and so I think neither. both is yeah. Either think... is
1: the answer.
2: <laughs> Tua, Tua is going to go first, no doubt.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Jalen can be a very good quarterback for us. I think it's going to be different. You know, I, I, I really do think – I mean, he has some throwing chops, but I, I don't think he's on the same level as Baker and Kyler. You know, I said that about Kyler last year, about that. But, you know, I, I think I, he's going to be a very good player for
1: us. I think that he is an excellent quarterback. I think that he would be a a tremendous quarterback at any other school. And I think that he is almost going to be – almost Landry Jones, where you're just following up such greatness that you're always going to struggle. I think we're going to see a lot of Gooner takes next season and in the fall about how Jalen Hurts is the worst quarterback that OU's ever had just because of who he's following up. I think he's going to be tremendous. And I think that, that, like Jameson just said, he hasn't had the time And then this is something that Jamison alluded to, I think almost a year ago, but part of Lincoln's success is the the novelty of his system. And as people get more time to learn it and get used to it and experiment with countering it, it will eventually begin to become less effective. And I think you're going to start to see that a little bit this season as well. So, yeah, I don't think he's going to come close to... The previous two before him but i think he's going to be an excellent quarterback and i think that his real impact is going to be the year that he gives the quarterback that will replace him and the experience from a different very very successful system that he will be able to give to the quarterback that replaces him and i think that it's a almost an altruistic contribution that he will give to ou
0: for sure yeah Yeah. okay now piggybacking off that we have another question uh What are the chances we think that Spencer Rattler will beat out Jalen Hurts for the starting job? Like maybe, like maybe a loss at the fair leading to a reevaluation. Unless,
1: unless Spencer Rattler pulls a Tonya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan's him,
2: none. (laughs) (laughs) It's the thing is Rattler. I Rattler won't even beat out Mordecai. Then is the problem.
0: Yeah, it, it just it just a lot of system to learn it's it's kind of I mean if we're talking about Jalen Hurts struggling with the system and he's been in it for months imagine how Rattler is going to get to it like it's I I don't think he has any chance of 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 beating him and not beating him out I think we just gotta we we just gotta stick with Hurts and if things get really bad I I agree I think it's probably Mordecai as a second man and you redshirt Rattler get him in a couple games you know because of the new redshirt rule and call it good.
2: The thing is, with with I don't know if people know that. So about half of this freshman class came in early, and they've already had a semester under the belt. Spencer Rattler did not come and move into OU until five days ago. Like he just came in. This dude is going to have a lot of learning to do, and it would take an utter collapse of Jalen Hurts and Mordecai to therefore break his red shirt. And Spencer very well knows that he's getting red shirt, and he's very happy too because he gets to learn under Jalen Hurts, one of the if even if people kind of come at his skill and say he might not be the most skilled, but he's such like a very high end person, very good teacher. Um He's been through so much. That is one of the most opportune opportunities, you know, you could have as a, as a young player coming in to learn from a guy like Jalen Hurts. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: I think, I think he's a tremendous, I mean, that's, that's, was basically the meat of my last answer but uh i agree i don't i don't think rattlers gonna get in there and and get a start i think that there might be a specific formation or package that we'll see him play in a couple times maintain that red shirt that's my prediction
0: yeah and i i, I i'm looking forward to seeing him play against south dakota so
2: yes exactly
0: exactly so thank you for the question all right uh moving on uh Chris asks over under 1,000 times the pride plays boomer sooner this season. Ooh, that's tough. And that's see, a good
1: question. Actually.
0: It, it's funny. Cause this was actually asked as a joke. Uh, Chris is a UT fan. Um, if you actually look at the over under from previous years, cause the pride actually keeps track of it. It's usually
1: around a thousand. I
2: actually really like this
1: question because it is a, it is a good question. Uh,
2: it- I'm, how many touchdowns is this team going to get?
0: That's a good question. Um, and I think the biggest thing is, do we play Texas twice?
2: Oh, very true.
1: Yeah. Does the, the metric pride... count the postseason?
0: Yes, definitely. Hmm. I, I, I'm going to go over because I, well, I, I think we're, we're going to score a lot. And also a factor to consider is whenever we're, we're on the road in Bedlam, we always play a lot more Boomer Sooner because it's just very funny to only play that song against Oklahoma State. So I'm going to go over. I think I think I think Bedlam gives us a bump. I think the chance of having a rematch with Texas and the uh, Big 12 Championship gives us a bump. And yeah, I, I I think that there's still a really good chance we could uh, make the championship this season. So I'm I'm going to go over because I'm an op- optimist.
2: Uh... If say if last season was like a thousand, I'd say under. But if last season was like twelve hundred, I would think so.
1: Does anyone know how many times they played it last season?
0: Uh, I don't have the numbers for last season, but two thousand eighteen when we played at Georgia, we had it just just north of eleven 1, hundred.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, but, that's close.
1: But Ooh, I'm gonna go with yes. I'm gonna go with we play it, but on the on the condition that our our trap game ends up being a blowout and i i don't want to reveal what one i think that is just yet
0: yeah we'll get to the trap game that that'll that'll be a fun pod whenever we get to that you know kind of our season preview coming some point down the line but yeah
1: so yeah there we go good question So what is it bobby and i are over and jameson you went under
2: i'm gonna go under
1: Yeah. I,
0: I think under is definitely a very real possibility uh we We hit under when we were in the playoff against Clemson uh, back in 2015, so you know it's 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 definitely possible, but All right, next Good question, question. <laughs> Great question. yeah. Uh, next question. who is the first obscure sooner that pops into your head right now? I already have mine, mm-hmm. so I'll just let y'all go.
1: <laughs> okay i'll I'll jump into this first. I asked this question because I saw it on Twitter. Uh, And Bobby, you and I discussed it a little bit earlier. So when I initially saw it, the first person that came to mind was OU running back Chris Brown. Yes, yes. I don't know if anyone remembers that. But the one that continually pops in my mind, he's fairly recent, like in last 10 years. So he might not be that obscure to everyone. But uh, Julio Iglesias. Oh, yeah. I remember him.
2: Joaquin Iglesias? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Joaquin. Joaquin. Yes, we're a last
1: name Pod. Yes, we are.
0: Yes, we are last. Yeah, Ties <laughs> immediately it's OU football fitting football in. Again.
1: Yes. yes,
0: yes, Ty Ty's <laughs> fitting in. I love it. It's
1: not OU football season until we start messing up first names. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's incredible.
2: Jameson, who's yours? Kyler Murray. No, I, <laughs> Good one. Yeah, yeah, no, that was horrible. Next, uh, That's Ky- a real deep dive. Now, I first one I honestly thought of was Reggie. Myth, because that's my number three jersey that I got as like a little kid, in an adult size, and it never fit me. And now it, it like, as I grew up, it fit me. And now it's a adult small, and it's kind of small on me, but I still wear it. Um, it looks okay if I have a hoodie on under it, but other than that, no. Um, and then I started thinking some more, and I was like, hmm, who comes to mind of like whenever I first was like, like I was really little, you know, and like I'd hear the names, and I'd be like, I really kind of like I thought it was funny. Y'all yeah, remember? cj Ayu,
1: oh yeah i remember yeah, cj yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: he is he was a defensive end um i think he got ended up getting drafted he wasn't that bad but i just thought it was funny his name was iu it was
0: it was it it i it cracked little uh little eight-year-old bobby up too whatever whatever <laughs> i saw that um that's a good one mine is uh rocky Kalmus. now i i know rocky Kalmus like the the guy who was an all-american won the lombardi award i, I believe but I don't know, I just the name pops into my head. Uh I had his jersey like framed somewhere for some reason. I think I still have it. Uh but yeah, I just I I always think of I just it was Rocky Kalmus. Um I'll, I I got to share my dad's answer cuz I did talk with him and he he dropped this name which might be the greatest OE football name of all time. Shouts to Elvis Peacock, our backup running back in the uh in the 70s. He backed up Billy Sims. And oh, wow. I... Yeah, he played. He played a little in the about three seasons in the uh, NFL, first round pick. Um, but I mean, that name, Elvis Peacock, all time great name in OU football history has to be.
1: Wait, so Billy Sims, the barbecue dude, played for OU.
2: You're kidding <laughs> This is groundbreaking. <laughs> I, I, so Bobby, can you answer this? I need I need to hear the answer.
0: Well,
1: I, you may have to research that. <laughs>
2: I'm
0: not sure. They they let they just kind of let him on stage at, at the Heisman. No one really knows like <laughs> if he played or not. Dude, he,
2: dude, he is such a gooner. <laughs> <He is. laughs> Shops at Walmart for his uh OU little suit and we all love him for it.
1: Maya um, uh apparently he's on the same shopping schedule as my father-in-law they're they're known to have hour-long chats at the mall apparently or so i've been told oh wow
0: that's incredible shouts to mark yeah (laughs) oh yeah billy's like that billy's like that random uncle who shows up to all the functions you're a little embarrassed but you still love him
2: yeah yeah we all love that guy
0: oh yeah we, we we love billy i love love the guy so. I think
1: it's great for recruiting, honestly, to see people, alumni from that long ago that are still connected. I just think it's absolutely tremendous for recruiting uh, the family that OU has. Because you look at the other schools at the Heisman ceremony, and you don't see as many former coaches, former players, former winners there as OU. I'd love to see uh, Sam Bradford go into the ceremonies um, and...
2: Jason White and has Jason no excuse. White,
1: I don't think he can afford to.
2: The past <laughs> two, the past two years, you remember what he's been doing? I said it on the pod. He's coaching his little kids' basketball team. The past two years, what are you doing, dude? That is the worst excuse I've ever heard.
0: Yeah, yeah. someone could sub you in. I mean, come on, like, <laughs> I mean, shoot, Jameson, as a former little league basketball coach yourself, you know it's easy to get subbed out for that sort of thing. Oh,
2: yes, very easy. Yeah, for sure. That's a great well, tied. Yeah,
0: question. I think you go. You go ahead. Sorry. No,
1: Shoot. that's. What I was gonna say is I. I we the family that is OU football. I uh, you're not seeing that represented anywhere else. So I, I think that is a really positive thing for recruiting. So shout out to Billy for really going all out.
0: Yeah, fully agree. Fully agree. Um, pulled a little Ford Brandon there. Got to go back and fix that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Let's see. Oh, wait. Oh, I think that's it, actually. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you all for uh, sending in questions that weren't incredibly vulgar and uh, offensive. I appreciate it. We all appreciated answering them. So that's the mailbag. Um, well, I guess we're kind of at the end of this uh, this season pod. Uh, boys, do you have anything to say before we uh, head on out? That it's dead. It was very dead. We really had to scrap
1: together to get
0: this, but it, it worked pretty good. So Yeah. Don't, don't worry.
1: Uh, we got a lot of stuff that Bobby and I have been discussing that uh, we'll loop Jameson into as well this summer. We have a lot of really, really hot topic things that everyone is going to love that we're kind of sitting on. And then everybody knows, you know, as we get closer to the season, things are going to start picking up. There's going to be a lot more news. So this one, is in kind of a dead zone. Nobody's really thinking about sports right now, but uh just get ready because it's going to be a tremendous season,
0: for sure. Yeah, no, it's it's about to be exciting things for both the Schooner Pod and the Schooner Blog. So, just keep following us. Uh, we definitely appreciate the support. As usual, hit us up with that five star five star rate, rating. Give us some reviews. We love the reviews. It's always good to be back. And uh, if you're getting getting a little bored, you know, in this off season, we got all sorts of you know, fun content over on the uh, off the wagon podcast feed. So you can check out check out me, Ty Jamison, all sorts of other people. Shouts to Ford and crew. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up the coming down the pipe. Uh, NBA drop coming up. That's gonna be good. Uh, it's gonna be a wild free agency. So yeah, just
1: Ooh, big news. Big news there coming out potentially even today. Oh yeah, with the uh, the Kyrie
0: stuff. Lots of
1: different things, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, it's I mean, it's crazy.
2: But dude, Alan Crabbs is going to be so good in Atlanta. I actually <laughs> I like that a lot. I'm a big fan of the Crab move. Oh no, get get your head out of four years ago, dude. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the Crab move financially.
1: Uh-huh. I think that uh, I think oh that's yeah, financially, I, I, I would think say they should uh, think they should get Chris Bosh and make a super team. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's hilarious. Maybe they'll get Dirk while they're at it. <laughs> Dirk, Maybe MJ will come back, too. Dirk
0: said he has eaten ice cream every single day since he's been retired. <laughs> so no, I'm sure
1: this. he's he's been forced to by Mark Cuban, who's trying to pump up some ice cream company he bought on Shark
0: Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Well, that's about it for us. Uh, we've squeezed this off-season orange as tight as we can, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. It's been fun. So we'll probably pop up on this feed some other time in the off season if something comes up or whatnot. Maybe, maybe a champion barbecue. Uh, Lots of recruiting
1: uh, updates will occur.
0: Oh for sure. Oh my
2: god, there's so much coming, guys.
0: Yeah. So stay tuned. We are we're not going away this summer, and uh, you know we'll get through this off season together. So just just hold on. So for me, Jameson, and Ty. This has been the Schooner Pod. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner. It's a summertime affair! Shuck it! Smear. Gotta be rolling in my crystals that the girls then stare. This is Shady and Raven as your ultimate beer. Taking care of our careers, so tell the world beware. got it's a brand new selection for your musical
2: era. No, say we, say we.
0: for a preview of talking beans with jameson and ty
2: let's talk about my beans
1: let's let's talk about let's talk about (laughs) my my beans. it's time how much you get 120 yeah that's good
2: he still hasn't he's got like till tomorrow to pay me and he still hasn't done it so if he doesn't do that i'll I know, I'm getting really mad, but the problem is me and him were kind of arguing with each other, and <laughs> he was being kind of an asshole, and I called him out for it.
1: I think you can get more than 120, just based off my few hours of research that I, I went all I did, in I, on that I character. Get,
2: that was the only dude who sent me an inquiry the whole seven days, so I'm happy that he fucking did it. The only legitimate? <laughs> yes, the only legitimate, yes, you're exactly right.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Now announcing the
0: spinoff podcast, uh, Talking Beans with Ty and Jameson. Talking Beans.
1: <laughs> we just discussed children's toys. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. So we're. Uh, I got
2: on. $600 in my PayPal account, so back up.
1: Nice. Just don't lose your medical license and have to open a toy shop in Virginia. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Yeah, that's hilarious. Just, All right, just a little bean humor there for you. <laughs> just a little bean humor. There.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. Okay.